0: Two Geeks, Two Beers, and a Laptop. Episode twenty eight, Planet of the Apes.
1: think there is an inherent danger in sending underqualified civilians
2: into space i'll feel this one the only danger is if they send us to that terrible planet of the apes wait a minute statue of liberty
1: that was our planet you maniacs you blew it up damn you
3: damn you all to hell <laughs>
4: Smooth. Whenever we record two episodes back to back, we're always a little bit drunk by the second one <laughs> Can't even open it oh, on, There we go There, 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 there. there we go there, there.
0: Cheers well, well, cheers Gotta love beer, it looks like it's from a medicine jar
4: <laughs> Well, hello, uh, and welcome to the latest episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers and a Laptop Episode 28 Twenty-eight. Yeah. With me, Morgan, and of course, Tom Hello <laughs> So, uh, in this episode, mm. we will be delving into one of m- another one of my little obsessions, uh, Planet of the Apes. Mm. Uh, so, the way I first got obsessed with this franchise okay. was Channel Four had a uh, had a Planet of the Apes weekend. <laughs> I remember this, Planet of the Apes weekend.
0: <laughs> I can't we're, imagine that would never happen in a million years. No, now, no would
4: never happen in a million years. And uh, and and they showed. Uh, some of the original films I think definitely at least the first two films and documentaries whenever there were these kind of theme nights it was the yeah. same way BBC2 in 1999 had Doctor Who night and, and Red I got, North and North I got North obsessed North. and, and yeah. I remember they had a Star Trek night and yeah. these, this was what fueled a lot of my geeky yeah. passions yeah. Uh, back in that. the day point, no. and uh, and I remember I was, I was obsessed to such an extent at uh, one period there where uh, I was at school and we were tasked with writing an original <laughs> short story and <laughs> everyone else was writing you know you know, whatever. Vosic
0: thrillers. <laughs> oh no, but like,
4: <laughs> people were writing, you know, whatever, they were, was, you know, fun little stories. And I wrote my own sequel to Planet Born of the Apes. And the Apes. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't in it, but it was set. No, no, no it was really in depth. It was oh, like, it was like, took in all the, all the mythology and it was set between the second and third movies. It was like my own Planet of the Apes film. Brilliant. Um, and so that's why I really wanted to do an episode right. on, on Planet of the Apes. And, um, so we've got our, our, our latest yep. beers. And you know what? I am this one. Yes, we skilled. we I could not believe yeah. Tom Tom's little face when yeah. we saw these in the in the, in the shop. Um, polar monkeys, With a little monkeys. Monkey face on it. We actually got yeah We went in there going like what? some yeah. kind of monkey some kind of ape, some kind of monkey beer. <laughs> we we actually <laughs> found monkey beer. I can't put polar monkeys. Yeah. Mine's polar monkeys blue collar amber lager. Mine's white collar golden
0: ale. All right. Cheers. 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 Mm. Right, so. So for me, mm. with uh, I'm going to upset you here, because the, oh, the, the, no, no the only Planet of the Apes film I've seen mm. is the first one of the new films. I've not seen any of the originals. With with James Franco? Yeah, so right. that's the only one I've seen. Right. I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. Fine. But this is the this is a franchise that I look at, and go mm. from from an outsider's point of mm. view, I'm amazed that it's such a big deal mm. and a big franchise that it is. Right. Because it's... It, it looks like it's one of those films which would have been good as a one-off film, mm. but I'm amazed that there's so many shit to go with it. Right, right. I agree
4: to a certain extent, <laughs> but I'm also going to turn you around, because I think okay. the general public perception of Planet of the Apes is that it's silly. Yeah. Because it's a slightly silly idea. All
0: I know is Charlton Heston going, Oh my God! And you maniac! Yeah, yeah. Um, you dirty ape! Yeah. And, mm. and then the twist, obviously, and the shit Tim Burton's just, uh, remake. That's yeah. all I know right, about. Right, right, it. right.
4: And, 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 and people have a, have a, well, until recently at least, they yeah. had a, quite a negative opinion of Planet of the Apes, incorrectly I feel, yeah. and they, they think it's quite a silly idea, they think it's people dressed up in monkey suits, yeah. and it's ludicrous. I'm going to turn you around. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna convince you. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the franchise began uh, with French author Pierre Boules 1963 novel mm. Les Planets de Siege <laughs> uh, which literally translates as The Planet of Monkeys Okay. Um, and the novel tells the tale of three human explorers from Earth who visit an alien planet in which great apes are the dominant species whereas humans are reduced to a savage animal like state. Uh, the astronauts escape only to return to Earth and find that somehow uh, their own planet has been overrun by intelligent apes. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> no. uh, um, uh, this book uh, inspired the first film uh, in the in this franchise, which was *Planet of the Apes* from uh, nineteen sixty eight. Yeah. Uh, which so that was five years after the book was published. It's further back than I thought it was. For some reason, mm. I
0: thought it was at least I thought it was like mid seventies. So no, there, no, that's, no. That's, yeah. uh,
4: so it was produced by uh, Arthur P. Jacobs, written by Michael Wilson, who had also adapted Pierre Boulle's novel *Bridge on the River Kwai* oh, wow. into the famous movie. Uh, and uh, also co-written by Rod Serling who is the creator and presenter of The Twilight
3: Zone Oh, yeah. I thought I
4: recognised um, and so let's crack on with the trailer for the original Planet of the Apes Can't help thinking
5: that somewhere in the universe there has to be something better than man
6: Has to be The words are Charlton Heston's Get out a last signal to Earth and we've landed The world he finds out in the galaxy will challenge every idea you've ever had of civilization. A planet where man is the lowest order of living things, and the superior beings are apes. They build the cities, make the laws, the gods, and control the guns that hunt a race of lowly, terrified humans who run wild in the jungle are caged in the prisons, and stuffed in the museums. <laughs> 20th Century Fox transforms the motion picture screen into Planet of the Apes. Here <laughs> Boulle's finest novel since Bridge on the River Kwai. It's
5: a world gone insane, an upside-down civilization. that could not be real. Yes, a world of madness and terror.
2: Man has no understanding. He can be taught a few simple tricks, nothing more. You did it. You cut up his brain, you bloody babble!
5: It did not end here. It ended in an episode so unpredictable, so shocking, that it made the horror which preceded it seem calm and gentle as a summer's night. A great many people worked long and hard to answer the question of... What a civilization would be like where the evolutionary process has been reversed and apes were the superior species. Hundreds of technicians and the largest number of makeup artists ever assembled assisted the producers, the writers, the director, and the cast. Dr. Cornelius Roddy McDowell, Dr. Zira, as played by Kim Hunter. Dr. Zayus, as portrayed by Maurice Evans, and Nova, by Linda Harrison.
6: Planet of the Apes. Beyond your wildest
0: DREAM Now that's a proper trailer, right? What I love about that trailer—it's
4: a great trailer—but I love how halfway through, Charlton Heston <laughs> yeah. walks on out of character and yeah. goes, "So this is what this film is about." It's like I wish that was like that. I wish I wish you'd have a, a trailer for Tom Cruise, The Money, yeah.
0: and he would go. Come and see this film, I'm hunted it, by the mummy. It reminded me of the 24 trailers. like, I'm Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> the last season of 24, I went like this. This one's going to be even more exciting.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, so in, in the original Planet of the Apes film, uh, four astronauts led by Taylor, played by Charlton Heston, coming out beautifully, beating out the likes of Sean Connery, Steve McQueen, Ooh. and John Wayne. Um, For John Wayne, they would all <laughs> be <been> good. <laughs> uh, uh, th- these astronauts led by Taylor have embarked on an 18-month voyage at light speed, Uh, landing on an unknown planet. They soon discover that intelligent apes have overrun the planet and are picked off one by one. Now, I'm going to come back to this theme a lot, but bear in mind that (laughs) this is supposed to be uh, a children's film, really. It was a family film. It was G-rated, which is the equivalent here of a PG movie. Um, So one astronaut, Stuart, uh, her stasis pod malfunctions and her friends find her as a rotting corpse (laughs) upon landing. Um, A second astronaut, Dodge, is shot in the back by militaristic guerrillas and killed... And another, Landon, is captured and lobotomized by chimp scientists. I think kids were just double-R'd back in the 60s. <laughs> many, it oh, it gets, it gets much worse as we get into the sequel. <laughs> um, so Taylor, Charlton Heston, is also captured. Having sustained a bullet wound to the throat, he is unable to speak, uh, much like the other uh, dumb primitive humans on the planet. Oh. Uh, so initially he blends in. Uh, so poked, prodded and tortured, eventually he makes a bid for freedom. And though he's recaptured, he's finally able to speak. Stunning the apes in one of the film's most famous sequences.
3: Go get him! Taylor! Why did you run
6: away?
7: Security police.
6: I'm in charge of this man. No
7: longer, madam. He is now in custody of the Ministry of Science.
5: Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape!
0: Amazing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have to say, like the the, uh, the um, outfits and the makeup and stuff is very good. See, for nineteen sixty eight, yeah.
4: Well, we'll yeah. get onto that because uh, so there's an um, uh, so there's an excellent documentary um, yeah. which uh, aired as part of that Planet of the Apes weekend I talked about, um, called Behind the Planet of the Apes, yeah. which was made in nineteen ninety eight and it chronicles the evolution of the entire uh, uh, franchise. Um, and it, 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 there's a clip I want to play from that because, of course, one of the most memorable and at the time groundbreaking things about uh, Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, was the, the makeup effects. But it took some work uh, to convince Richard Zanuck, who was the president then of, of 20th Century Fox, that it could be pulled off convincingly. Okay.
5: Dick Zanuck said, um, these monkeys, they're really gonna be actors, right? In makeup, not real monkeys. We said, well, sure, of course. He said, uh, what if people laugh at the makeups? You know, it could be some very humorous uh, idea, if not done properly, and I asked him um, to make this test.
1: On March the 8th, 1966, Arthur and his team went to Fox and shot the test.
5: We erected a jury-rigged set. The whole test cost $5,000, which was the limit Dick would give us. good evening, Mr. Thomas. Feeling fine, I hope. Considering I've been kept in a cage for six weeks, I'm fine, yes. Good.
1: The test featured Charlton Heston and Hollywood legend Edward G. Robinson as the orangutan leader, Dr. Zeus.
5: Man here is an animal. Man here was an animal. He had no civilization. He wore no clothes. He thought no thoughts. You spoke no language. Just a few feet from this tent, you found a cemetery built and filled by a civilized race. A race which, according to you, never got beyond a crawl and a couple of grunts.
1: The makeup for the test was the work of Ben Nye, the head of Fox's makeup department. Although primitive, it did the trick.
5: It proved that the idea could work, it wasn't laughable.
1: After screening the test, Richard Zanna gave Arthur Jacobs the green light he had long been waiting for. Planet of the Apes would, at last, become a reality. Now,
4: the um, the makeup effects in the final uh, film were produced by this guy John Chambers, who won an honorary Oscar uh, for his efforts. Um, and Chambers had previously created Mr Spock's ears for Star Trek. Um, so quite the guy. And interestingly, he later... Worked as a contractor for the CIA Bloody in yeah. the 1970s, creating disguise kits, and was part of the team that staged a fake science fiction film, Argo, to resolve uh, an Iranian hostage really? crisis. And he was played by John Goodman in Ben Affleck's film, Argo, wow.
0: in 2012. That's very interesting. So there you go. It's quite the guy. Interesting. <laughs> um, um, it so easily could have been a joke, though. Mm. And it was just, you know, it's just it the off. right people at the right time it off. Yeah. Didn't win the Oscar, though. I just found out. Didn't win, what, for Best yeah, Picture? Best Makeup. Well, there was no Oscar for Best Makeup. No, there was, well, says the Academy Award for Best Costume Design. Ah. Next Best Thing. That Which is why they got the, yeah.
4: the honorary Oscar, because at the time there was no Oscar yeah. for Best Makeup.
0: Lost out to Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> That's quite a good film. <laughs> <laughs>
4: fair In fairness. Fair um, so the film of Planet of the Apes made some changes from the novel, Yeah, uh, including making the ape civilization less advanced, because mm. uh, the budget couldn't really stretch to spaceships and sci-fi trappings and that kind of thing and uh, the ending of course changed the ending um, and has a climax that not only makes a lot more sense than the one we talked about in the book um, but also has become iconic and been referenced and parodied yeah. many times in, in the 50 years uh, that have followed so in case you don't know <laughs> uh, the, uh, the ending of the film has uh, Taylor enter an area of, of the planet he's on called the Forbidden Zone and he finds the devastated remains of the Statue of Liberty, discovering that the Planet of the Apes is in fact,
1: Earth! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God. God. I'm back.
5: I'm home. All the time. We finally really did it. You maniacs! You blew it up! Oh, damn you! God damn
3: you all to hell!
4: Uh, So so what you couldn't see there... (laughs) (laughs) It it was the Statue of Liberty. I always feel like that's one of those things that would have played incredibly well at the time and yeah. it would have been a really great shock ending but now it's impossible to take seriously. Yeah. It's like Bella Lugosi
0: as Dracula. Yeah. Well, like, A, it, it, you know, isn't there a chance that it's not the same Earth? It could, be, it could <laughs> they, be... They also had a Statue of Liberty. It could be a Sliders scenario where it's, you know, <laughs> or B, mm. was this was this the first kind of uh, time that twist endings were a thing? As, well, as not it, really. Well,
4: no, because there were things like the Twilight Zone, of course. that. Uh, right, yeah. Right, and, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I think it certainly popularised yeah. the idea of huge twist yeah. endings uh, in movies. So, um, and then in, there was a sequel, which was uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh, there, were, there were a few different ideas thrown around, so Pierre Ball, who wrote the original novel, he came up with this sequel called Planet of the Men, uh, in which Taylor led a human uprising against the ape, oh. uh, the ape masters, 14 years after the events of the original. Then Paul Dane, who also co-wrote Goldfinger... Uh, he was hired to write a script originally known as Planet of the Apes Revisited, uh, which brought in <laughs> Planet of the Apes Revelation, which brought in uh, new sci-fi twists and played on the very popular fear at the time of uh, nuclear warfare. Yeah. Um, and also the idea hinted at in that cliffhanger ending to the first film that New York uh, was was buried underground. Mm. One idea pitched for the sequel, uh, which went as far as having a makeup test filmed, was the idea of a half ape, half human child. Uh, but this was dropped. <laughs> <The> missing link. <laughs> this was dropped for fears that themes of bestiality would lose <laughs> the film a G rating. Given what the film got away with, as, yeah. we'll, as we'll discuss, I don't it's think. At least it's... of worries. Really. Uh, yeah, at least of your worries. Uh, Charlton Heston initially refused to return for the sequel. Uh, he later agreed on the condition that he be killed off in the opening scene oh. and his fee go to charity. Uh, in the end, they struck a deal where he would vanish in the first scene, reappear in the final scene, uh, and he filmed on the sequel for just eight days.
0: So he did a bit of Sigourney Wee... No, um, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. He did thing. a Jamie Lee Curtis. And then he did a Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious <laughs> by coming back at the end. <clears> and <throat> and bringing it, it all together. Yeah.
4: Let's have, so let's have a blast of the sequel uh, trailer. The planet of the apes was only the beginning. What lies beneath may be the end.
3: The only good human is a dead human.
6: Can a planet long endure half ape, half human? You'll know the terrifying answer when apes and humans meet head on. Beneath the Planet of the Apes, in the atomic rubble of New York. The guerrilla war machine is on the march. Human mutants strike back with new frightening weapons of the mind. 20th Century Fox presents Beneath the Planet of the Apes, with James Franciscus, Maurice Evans, Kim Hunter, Linda Harrison, and Charlton Heston as Taylor. Can a planet long endure
4: half ape, half human? The answer lies Beneath the Planet of the Apes,
7: rated G. Can a
4: planet long endure half-eight, half-human? They ask about three times, don't answer this, their own questions. This is an era where the sequels weren't such a big deal. No, and it, it wasn't like a given no. that a film would have a sequel just, yeah. because, it, just because it was a big hit. Um, so in this film, uh, Taylor, still travelling with his companion, the uh, human lady Nova, <laughs> uh, appears to vanish into a cliff face. Um, sometime later, another astronaut crash-lands on Earth, uh, Brent, played by James Franciscus who beat out Burt Reynolds for the part. Oh, yeah. uh, so he's uh, searching for Taylor's lost crew. He's like beat a him up. Search party. He what?
0: Didn't have to beat him up for the role. <laughs> beat him up.
4: Beat him out. Oh, he beat. Uh, he beat him <laughs> off for the role. Um, Brent uh, finds Nova, and after some time in ape captivity, they escape, uh, discovering a cave system that leads to the devastated remains of New York underground, uh, which is. Populated by a race <laughs> of advanced telepathic humans Who worship an what? ancient nuclear bomb Yeah, it, go, it goes off a it, up it. Uh, it goes up no, it. don't go all they weird were like, They were like, Hav- having, a, having a planet Overrun by intelligent apes is not sci-fi enough uh, uh, Brent and Nova Are reunited with Taylor But the apes invade the underground city The nuclear bomb is armed And all hell breaks loose Now, let's watch the final scene Of Beneath the Planet of the Apes And again, I just want to remind you, bear in mind this is a PG movie for kids that's <laughs> um, supposed to be, you know, kind of, kind of family friendly. So let's, let's just bear that in mind as we watch this.
0: Good old 70s. I'll find a way to
7: stop it. Over
3: there! I should
2: somehow up the pillar! destruction.
5: the countless billions of galaxies in the universe lies a medium-sized star, and one of its satellites, a green and insignificant planet,
4: is now dead. And that's the end of Beneath the Planet of
0: the Apes. What? Roll credits? <laughs> yeah. So, Charlton's dead. Charlton's yeah, dead. you guys dead. James Franciscus is He's dead. He's blown up everyone, including Dr. Zayas. Yeah. They're all dead. The whole planet, the planet is, dead. is dead. The planet of the apes is dead. Roll the silent credits.
4: Hey kids, hope you enjoyed Beneath the Planet of the Apes. What was the- it's the most depressing film ending of all time. Bloody hell! Uh, so yeah, so they
0: brought Charlton back just to be killed off. Well, that was his. He demanded that. Yeah, but you didn't have to did kill it? everyone.
4: Jesus! You didn't have to kill everyone. The film's ending was Like, a, seven. The film's ending. <laughs> future episode. Yeah. The film's ending was apparently Charlton Heston's idea, um, because he thought he didn't really want to come back for the first, for the first sequel. He thought blow up the earth, no more sequels. That yeah. was his. That was his idea. However. Not even a year Come later. On, not do another one. Uh, Nineteen seventy-one. Escape from the Planet of the Apes, in which two apes who had helped Taylor and Brent in the previous films, Cornelius, played by Roddy McDowell, and Zira, played by Kim Hunter, uh, escape the Earth's destruction. Which, escape the nuclear. Well. If Holocaust. You, if you listen, it ma- if you listen, it makes a perfect sense. Okay. They escape the Earth's destruction by salvaging and repairing Taylor's spaceship and right. piloting, piloting it through the shockwave of Earth's destruction, okay. sending the ship through a time warp. Uh, let's what, just, they gone back in time? Are they? Yeah, they went back in time. Ah. Let's, uh, let's, because the whole light speed thing in the first film kind of makes sense. How you know, light, you know, time yeah, yeah, s- yeah, yeah. travels at different times, and so this. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, let's watch the trailer for uh, escape from the Happy Apes.
7: This is Doctor Zero, her loving husband Cornelius and Little Milo. The most dangerous to man is Little Milo. Why? The time is 1973. The place is right here on Earth. How
1: did they get here?
7: What is their reception?
1: Welcome, gentlemen, to the United
7: States. Escape from the planet of the apes. Their adventures are completely fresh, completely new. Astonishingly different from what you experienced in Planet of the Apes and beneath the Planet of the Apes. At first, feared and imprisoned. We'll take the female first. Well, she seems to be pretty smart.
1: All right, we'll go for the banana.
3: But well, why doesn't she take it? Because I loathe bananas. I don't believe it. Uh, Zira, are you mad? Until we know who our friends are and who our enemies. And how, in the name of God, are we to know that unless we communicate? We can speak. So I spoke. <laughs> 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 Mr. President, Mr. president, the Mr.
7: President, Mr. president convenes a special board of inquiry. Have you a name? Zira. Does the other one talk? Only when she left me. (laughs) Embraced by our civilization, the nation gives them a hero's welcome. The president's chief advisor wants them murdered, or else the human race cannot survive. The escape. The birth of an infant who could threaten man's very existence.
3: You're the second human, I just...
7: You are the first. I want that baby. If you won't give it to me, I'll shoot. Why was Washington thrown into a turmoil by this one baby? Dog him! Escape from the Planet of the Apes.
0: I'm so bored. Like, that's just changing into this weird comedy skit. So... They've, they've, just, they've just changed it round... Escape from the Planet of the Apes incorporates more more humour. So, So, in the film...
4: Cornelius and Zira arrive on Earth in 1973, and in a reversal of the first film, uh, the human authorities are baffled and terrified by these talking apes.
0: But surely they've changed time now, because they've gone back in time. Well, well. uh, Or is this how the apes happen? Well, well.
4: Going on the run, a pregnant Zira and Cornelius are taken in by a kindly circus owner, Senor Armando, played by Ricardo Montalban. (laughs) Um, The authorities catch up with them. Oh, okay. how How have I described this franchise? Sci-fi? No, but you know, who's it for? Oh kids, kids. Yeah. The authorities catch up with them murdering Cornelius Zera. <laughs> uh, beloved supporting characters in the first two movies, and
0: their baby. Bear their baby it- monkey. I mean that's a bit harsh, but bear in mind, a bit that, harsh. bear in mind in the seventies. You had the, the Disney films like *Fox and the Hound*. If you try and watch that now, yeah. you will cry your eyes Devastating. out. Devastating. Now, I think was every a- Disney film is just "Let It Go," "Let It Go." Just this no... I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe
4: kids were just double R back in the day. But they just so, so you think wash it down and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you think Cornelius is dead? You think Zira is dead? You think their baby is dead? Okay. However, there's a twist. Twist
0: ending. <sighs> what well, is? It's not really Earth.
4: uh, the baby monkey who was killed was switched out for another baby monkey a regular baby monkey and the super intelligent baby monkey oh. survives which okay. explains how the apes made such a huge evolutionary leap in the first place right. which suggests the whole saga
0: is a time paradox okay do you know what as much as, as that, redeemed that as much as that the the film apes, looks shit <laughs> I like the fact that it's it's not as bad as it looks it's okay. it, you need to take it okay it's very different I like the fact that it's it's explaining the origins mm. and you
4: know so next a year later again 1972 uh, the fourth film because they're moving fast aren't they and and not one year they should pump it out Conquest of the Planet of the Apes okay set in the far flung future of 1991 in which apes have been enslaved by humans while the grown up Caesar who was the baby monkey yeah uh He he's now played by Roddy McDowell, who previously played Cornelius, his father. Uh, The grown-up Caesar still works at Armando's circus. Uh, The authorities suspect Caesar's true identity as the child of Cornelius and Zera. Armando takes his own life uh, to avoid interrogation, and Caesar, learning of his foster
7: father's death, leads the apes. Now, the biggest the newest. The most exciting of all the Planet of the Apes pictures. Climaxed by the spectacular Revolt of the Apes. The most awesome. The most horrifying spectacle in the annals of science fiction. First pampered his pets. Then abused his servants now oppressed as slaves.
6: Order full
2: mobilization of all security forces, police, militia, and reserve defense units. See that every entrance into the city is cordoned off immediately. Yes, sir. Our control methods is to improve the use of tear gas and sedation darts. There will be but one control method. Shoot to cure. Ready?
7: And the world will belong to a planet of apes! Watch the screen explode as man faces ape in the ultimate revolution.
3: Where there is fire, there is smoke. <laughs> In that smoke, from this day forward, my people will plot and plan for the inevitable day of man's downfall. And that day is upon you now!
4: Um, so, um... This is the most violent of, of the Planet of the That's Apes movies because it's, you know, the, the ape uprising yeah. with, again for kids,
0: six, <laughs> 60 on-screen deaths. Um, uh, Only five less than Power Rangers morph in time from 1996. <laughs> um,
4: and Interestingly, the film has two endings, two different endings. Uh, one, in, one culminates in Caesar leading the apes to brutally murder the film's chief villain, Governor Breck. Um, but after an early preview screening, producers opted to recut the ending and Caesar preaches compassion uh, so that Beck is spared. So we can have a look at the, at the ending that, origin, you know, that eventually went out, uh, first of all.
1: But now, now we will put away our hatred. Now we will put down our weapons. We have passed through the night of the fires. And those who were our masters are now our servants. And we, who are not human, can afford to be humane. Destiny is the will of God. And if it is man's destiny to be dominated, It is God's will that he be dominated with compassion and understanding. So cast out your vengeance. Tonight, we have seen the birth of the planet of the apes.
4: Bangs on a bit, not it? Uh, all fine, but a bit, uh, for me, a bit wishy washy. It kind yeah. of, it, 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 it doesn't quite go there. For me, the original ending is superior, in which Caesar goes all out and they murder Governor Brecht, and it's really
0: dark, but it kind of, that's kind of where yeah. the, those films needed to go. That bit reminds me of Written 300, where he's doing the speech at the end, and there's people at the back going, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the apes at the back. Go here! Are.
4: Speak up, Caesar. Uh, but <laughs> let's take a look at the original intended ending, and for me, it is it is the better ending. Caesar.
3: I, a descendant of slaves, am asking you to show humanity. But I was not born human. I know. The child of the evolved apes. Whose children shall rule the earth. For better or for worse? Do you think it could be worse? Do you think this riot will win freedom for all your kind? By tomorrow? By tomorrow, it will be too late. What a tiny, mindless insect like the Emperor Moth can communicate with another over a distance of 80 miles. An Emperor ape might do slightly better. Slightly? What you have seen here today, apes on the five continents will be imitating tomorrow. With knives against guns, with kerosene cans against flamethrowers. Where there is fire, there is smoke. <laughs> In that smoke, from this day forward, my people will crouch and conspire and plot and plan for the inevitable day of man's downfall, the day when he finally and self-destructively turns his weapons against his own kind, the day of the writing in the sky, when your cities lie buried under radioactive rubble, when the sea is a dead sea and the land is a wasteland, out of which I will lead my people from their captivity and we shall build our own cities in which there will be no place for humans except to serve our ends and we shall found our own armies, our own religion, our own dynasty and that day is upon you now!
0: Jesus. So I don't know if I'm drunk. But that was amazing. So good, right? That was like genuinely like Oscar worthy. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's a guy dressed in a late. monkey suit. How much better is that than the so re-edited okay. ending? So yeah. much better. The first one was like, yeah, we should all just be good, yeah? Yeah. And that one it's like,
4: <gasps> yeah. like, I mean, it is like, incredible, right? Yeah. yeah. that was like four minutes. I mean you were just sat there in silence. Um that ending, the original Kid's ending, movie. Yeah, kids' movie. But more more in line with the tone of the previous film yes. and that ending was restored for a recent Blu-ray release. The director's cut. Yeah, kind of an original, the Good. original ending. Um, so, you know, the apes have risen. Yeah. Uh, the saga has come full circle. Yeah. But there was one more film. Oh, there another one? In the original series, uh, 1973's Battle for the Planet of the Apes. What,
0: the bit where there's a few humans left, and they're just trying to to hang on? That's Yeah, that's almost exactly All
4: what right. the film is. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
3: want guns!
2: Now, the final chapter in the Incredible Ape Saga. There it
7: is, our wars. This is the hell my forefathers used to speak about.
3: This background radiation alone will give us 300 rentgens an hour.
7: The battlefield,
2: a dead city 12 years after the ultimate bomb has been dropped. The prize, the right to inherit what's left of the Earth. The contestants, ape against man. The most unbelievable showdown ever filmed. As the mutants, strange, transformed men who live underground like moles, battle the apes to decide who will be master and who will be slain. They're getting away. Kill them. Climaxing the epic series which made motion picture history comes the last, the most spectacular of all the ape adventures. Out of the Forbidden City they roared to settle once and for all who had the right to rule the planet, ape or man.
4: So, uh, set in the early 21st century, Mm -hmm. um, after a global nuclear war has destroyed civilization, an older Caesar attempts to create peace between apes and the surviving humans, who at this point can still speak. Uh, He comes up against opposition from militaristic gorillas and the mutated humans living underground from beneath the planet the apes uh, in their first clash uh, with the apes. Uh, in a final flash forward at the end of the film, mm-hmm. uh, to six hundred years after the death of Caesar, it appears humans and apes have established established a peace. But the entire saga ends uh, with a shot of a statue of Caesar, a single tear falling what? from one eye. What? Um, what do you mean? Just the statue cries. You know, like, what well, like a miracle? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, it, you know, uh, perhaps it should be taken as a sign that inevitably. War will break out again, as seen in the original film. So this uh, is before. This is still before the original planet. So How of the many Apes.
0: years after this was Charlton Heston's era? Well,
4: the humans have devolved to you know be basically you know right. primitives. Okay. So again, it must be like hundreds, thousands of years. Right. Um, Joyce Corrington, who who wrote the original script for Battle for the Planet of the Apes, uh, described Paul Dane, who who eventually rewrote the script. She described his ending with the crying statue as stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it turned our stomachs when we saw it. It is pretty dumb. <laughs> um, and on that ignominious note, uh, that was the end of, of... the Planet of the Rise of the Apes. <laughs> that was the end of the original Planet of the Apes film franchise. But, just a year
0: later... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we're already at like, 1974.
4: Yeah, we're in 1974. Uh, Jesus. Uh, planet of the Apes, the TV series, came to CBS.
0: God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm
4: going to repeat myself. Yeah. I am just
0: surprised it was this
4: big of a deal but you just watched like four minutes of no, Conquest like, and you were loving no, but it back,
0: no back then yeah. like, we didn't have sequels like we do now it's one of the first big like media multimedia yeah, franchises like, it's it not like back in what's the 60s mm. I suppose James Bond was like the only one that had sequels back then yeah but even like, then it didn't have spin-offs on TV and no those kind really of, weird it's, and you know how
4: I talk about how I've talked about before how it, Kind of why I love Doctor Who. The more complicated and weird the backstory yeah. is, the more I get obsessed with it. I love that it's so multi. You didn't have two thousand and two another Space Odyssey. Yeah, there was what? Yeah, there actually was. What two thousand two? It's called. Uh, hang on, let me let me get. Blow it. my mind. Two thousand. It's called like it's literally called like two thousand two another Odyssey or something like that. Oh, obviously um, taking the piss. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: I feel, feel stupid. Um, um, two thousand two okay. was just girls allowed. We're young, just tearing up the charts. <laughs> Don't
4: know why they didn't help. Uh, two thousand and ten, the year we make contact. A 1984 uh, science fiction film. Oh, a Lord. sequel to Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, there we are. Right. Starring John Lithgow and Hell Mirren. Okay. Mm, fine. So, the Planet of the Apes TV series uh, was basically a remake of the original film. <laughs> right. Um, and, and the series, which was actually pretty family-friendly, genuinely, okay. genuinely, uh, ran for 14 episodes in 14. in late 1974, and starred Ron Harper as Colonel Alan Veerdon, James Norton as... Major, James Norton, not James Norton oh. of uh, of Happy Valley and War and Peace okay. James Norton um, as Major Peter J Burke and Roddy McDowell again, again, he, again. He's like the yeah, he's the what do you call it? The kind of staple of the franchise. He's the um, uh, Ian Beale. Of, he's the he's the Ian Beale of Planet of the Apes. The but Turf, this is a
0: remake, so he's
4: coming back. Yeah. So so he had played both Cornelius and Caesar yeah. in the films, and now he plays Galen, a chimp ally of the astronauts. By Lalo Schifrin, who also wrote The Dream to Enter the Dragon. Oh, wow, wow,
0: wow. wow, 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 So, again, this is an era where nowadays you <laughs> expect like a movie franchise to fall on its ass and then make mm. a TV series spin mm. off, remake, whatever. That's basically what happened. But this is like mid 70s now. Yeah. This is just before its time it's of, a of shit. It's shit, but it's before its time of being a shit it's the shit practice they do today but right. 40, 50 years in the- yeah. it's shit before it's time yeah exactly uh, so
4: cancelled uh, due to low ratings <laughs> it's like lost um, in space <laughs> with, uh, with, with six more episodes written but going unfilmed right. um, the Planet of the TV series however uh, you'll like this as I think as a man who likes resolution and, and conclusion yeah. uh, in 1980 the episodes the 14 episodes were re-edited into a series of TV movies why? with just to repeat them with Ronnie McDowell shooting new closing and opening sequences as an aged Galen telling stories in flashback and revealing that Vierden and Burke did eventually escape the planet and return to outer space. And so yeah.
0: for anyone who's worrying about the shit remake sequel TV series, it's six, year, six years on.
3: Okay, so it had a lovely end. lived
0: there back then.
4: It had They're a lovely like, end. had a good... Uh, yeah. Don't pretend that wouldn't annoy you. If, I had told <laughs> you. if I had told you now, if I had gone, <gasps> yeah, Planet X <gasps> yeah. TV show ended uh, with no conclusion. about
1: be like, what? Oh shit. <laughs> Why has it got an (laughs) illusion? So, thank
0: you like a star. Yeah, thank you like a star. All right. So, right. (laughs) So, if you're going to buy that, make sure you've got the resurrected. Make sure you make sure
4: you've got the TV. I I don't know if it's I'm sure it's available on DVD. Hopefully they will include the little Roddy McDowell uh, aged Galen uh, intros. Okay. So, but
0: technically, it's nothing to do with the original. That's that's no, it's it's a remake. That's that's unrelated. (laughs) So that was it. That was it. Uh, Until 1976. No, that's two years, only one year later. Oh, 19- God, 19- nice taking the best! 1975.
4: Oh. Return to the Planet of the Apes. Jesus. An animated series. No one's crying uh, out for that. Which aired on NBC in late 1975. Uh, have, have a stab at the basic premise.
0: What's it called again? Return to the Planet of the Apes. So Is this after everything's happened? Well, just, just have a stab. It's a plan. Have a stab well people come back to the the planet from the
4: future some, some astronauts some astronauts yeah. land on the planet of the A's um, it features characters from the movies including Brent uh, Nova Dr. Zaius uh, Zira and Cornelius but also General Urko who was a guerrilla general who'd appeared in the live action TV series the year before oh, that's so, it's so sort of confusing. Fuses it fuses so is this
0: canon or is this its own thing
4: well it's kind of its own thing because um, if right okay Okay. Again, separate from the, the live-action okay. TV series and the movies, okay. um, one big difference in this in this cartoon was that it did portray the apes as technologically advanced, as in Pierre Boulle's original novel, right. where they had you know spaceships and and, and shit. Did that at least. <laughs>
6: Planet
4: of the Apes. I will say this. I think (coughs) composers of uh, themes for animated series in the 70s and 80s were incapable of writing a
0: bad theme tune. That was incredible. And the animation looked good. Yeah. But fuck me. (laughs) It's not even... Seven years since the first film came out. And all of this has happened in exactly that time. exactly seven years since the first film I mean, came that out. is incredible.
4: Five films, a live-action TV series, and an animated TV
0: I series. I mean, it's similar to Marvel now. Mm. We're only just about... Next year is ten years since Iron Man came mm. out. And think how many films have come out in that time. Mm. This puts Marvel to shape. <laughs> what's, what have we had? Five sequels, a TV series, and an animated what, series? Five, five films,
4: a live-action series, and in an animated seven series. seven years. Yeah.
0: Jesus. Was, so... It's just surprised there's enough appetite for it back then. That's i People were ape. They went <laughs> ape for it,
4: literally. God. So it only lasted 13 episodes. The uh, the animated right. series.
0: So one less than the action.
4: Live action. Right, yeah. But all right. The the animated series does have a conclusion of sorts. Okay. Uh, with General Urko, the guerrilla general, yeah. losing his command, while Zira and Cornelius agreed campaign for equal rights for humans. Oh. Uh, so that is genuinely That's it, okay. for the original kind okay. of the original kind of run. Okay. Cool. Um. There's a, just, a comic or a game. Yeah, or, well, there were comics, but I'm not oh, going to talk oh, about that because I don't want to yeah, you yeah. anymore. Um, so, in in uh, in that all quiet then on on the monkey front until until two thousand and one, yeah, uh, when uh, Planet of the X was remade or this reimagined. phrase reimagined. Okay. That was that was from this. Was it really? Yeah, Tim Burton okay. said, oh, "It's not a re- I don't know what this voice is, but it's not a remake. It's a reimagining." Um, he invented that, so fuck right. you for that. Um, uh, so Planet of the Apes had been eyed for a remake since the late 80s uh, with one script by Mouse Hunt and Small Soldiers writer Adam Rifkin uh, described as like gladiator with monkeys Um, and another called Return of the Apes by Mad Max 2 writer Terry Hayes Uh, people considered to direct the remake uh, Peter Jackson Sam Raimi Oliver Stone Michael Bay your favourite I love Michael Bay (laughs) um (laughs) Potential stars uh, considered for the remake: uh, Arnie, who was signed up for a long time. Cool. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen. Cool. Uh, Any of that <laughs> sounds, sounds relatively plausible? because um, um, if it's like late eighties Charlie Sheen, that could actually be okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tim Burton later came on board with uh, with with Mark Wahlberg leaving the cast, uh, which also featured uh, Tim Roth, Helena Was Helena Bon Helen Carter in this film? She was right, but not in the course it. Not because this was actually where she met Tim Burton. Uh, okay. So Tim Burton was not yet in the habit of casting right, Helen Bonham Carter. Johnny Depp's not in really. this film, is he? No, okay. he's not actually. Okay. Um, Michael Clark Duncan was also in it, and Paul Giamatti right. got away with that. So on paper,
0: <laughs> mm. this didn't sound that bad.
4: Right. So I have, I have. So I was already a big Planet yeah. of the H man, and I have vivid, very vivid memories of seeing the first trailer uh, for for this film in. It must have been early two thousand and one. I was on a school trip mm. to Belgium, uh, <laughs> and 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 it aired. This trailer aired repeatedly during the ad breaks, and I was super excited by this.
3: One day they'll tell a story, and some will say it was just a fairy tale about a human who came from the stars and changed our world.
5: In a world where freedom is history.
3: Where am I? Where is this place? Get him out and get him clean!
5: Brutality is law. Rise when you're enters The powerful rule by fear. Next, you'll be telling us these beasts have a soul. <laughs> is there a soul in there?
3: It's disgusting the way we treat humans. What the hell did they get like this? What other way would they be? If they see you on the street, they kill you on sight. You stay here, you are dead. Trevor, are you from you're United
4: States Air Force? I'm going back, but. Some humans have escaped.
7: Is there another way out of the city? I can show you the way.
4: They travel with apes. Declare martial
5: law. We underestimate this human. The hell are they? The story is spreading through the villages. They all want to see this human who defies the apes.
3: Four divisions! Four battle! Ready! It's over. There's no help coming. You came. Sound the call to mark. Get me the spaceman. Kill them all.
4: Doesn't look that bad Doesn't look that bad um, Also uh, As we talked about In a Keanu episode uh, yeah. Great Great lines Cut yeah. from uh, that Feature in trailers But cut from the movies yeah. Get me the spaceman
0: Great It's what, not, in the, not in the final film Not in the final film Sort of uh, Weirdly fancy Helena Bonham Carter We were though. talking about How funny.
4: we weirdly fancy Helena Bonham Carter yeah. As a monkey um, I don't normally fancy Helena Bonham Carter mm-hmm. I sort of find her More attractive as a monkey Now you feel bad about that, but apparently, originally, <laughs> she did not have eyebrows. Right. The the Helen and Bottom Carter monkey, mm. and they gave her eyebrows because they decided it looks more attractive. So they're trying to make
0: us fancy uh, the monkey. Therefore, therefore, we're fine. We're fine. But we're without playing.
4: No, it looked good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> the film is not great. Um, it does have some redeeming features. Um, mostly, uh, Tim Roth. Yeah. As the chimp commander General Thade, he's genuinely quite good in it. Um. But Mark Wahlberg is no Charlton Heston. <laughs> he really isn't. And, uh, and the end doesn't have a really bad end. Well, so we'll get we'll get onto that. So the film drew mixed reviews and got a lot of criticism, uh, ironically, for reinstating the original ending oh. from Pierre Paul's novel, in which the, the hero returns to his own earth only to find it overrun by apes. That's the, that's the ending of the book. So it's more faithful than
0: anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but didn't it have a... What's the, what's the Lincoln thing? Yeah, he goes. goes back to Earth, and, and the statue
4: of Lincoln is now Ape Lincoln. Yeah, but that's <laughs> instead of Abe Lincoln. That's really stupid. Yeah, but that's the that's the whole the bookends. Really?
0: Yeah, I told you that. But that was a long time ago. Doesn't work though.
4: It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, but uh, we ever talked about how Mission Impossible Two uh, r- <laughs> ruined careers. Oh, great. How how, um, uh, Grace well, Scott was originally been... meant to play Wolverine yeah. in X Men. He couldn't because Mission Impossible Two shooting overran Tandy Newton was my second cousin was meant to be she is my second cousin was meant to be in, was meant to be Has she ever met you? I've never met her <laughs> but I am I am really loosely related to the actress Tandy okay. Newton, uh, and uh, she was meant to be play Lucy Liu's part in Charlie's Angels oh. uh, and couldn't do it because Mission Impossible 2 overran She's doing it right now though. She's doing it right now Planet of the Apes is uh, sort of similar in that um, Tim Roth was the original choice to play Snape in Harry Potter Oh my God. Um, and he couldn't do it because of Planet of the Apes. Uh, Mark Wahlberg also backed out of Oceans Eleven to
0: star in Planet of the Apes, and Matt was re- Damon replaced by Matt Damon. Yeah, mm, quite good. The, the better Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, they, they upgrade. I mean him, him and Roth. I think were the shit versions of you, the, the roles. They do you know what, it turned out all right, and do you know what, we would have never got Hugh
4: Jackman if not for Mission Impossible Two. Exactly so, so there you go. <laughs> Nor all. would we have got. Uh, Drew Gray Scott's incredible performance in Mission Impossible 2 You
0: should have
4: killed me That's the hammiest you've ever done it Uh, So the Planet of the Apes remake was It's one of these things where history's kind of rewritten itself Mm. It was a massive hit at the box office Um, But Fox opted not to proceed with a sequel Asked whether he'd be interested in a follow-up Tim Burton said Nah I'd rather jump out the window which is up there with Daniel Craig's I'd Rather Slash My Wrists with This Broken Glass <laughs> oh, than calm make down. another Bond film. So hard to be James Bond. Um, so that was it uh, for about a decade until 2011 yeah.
0: uh, when the franchise was rebooted with Rise of the Planet of the Eight. This is what makes me laugh is that they have to, all the of this. Yeah. Did they not put that down and go, that's silly. That's silly, that is silly. But, but, this was the first in a new series of critically acclaimed movies
4: uh, which... For the first time, brought the apes to life using Oscar-nominated CGI is really good. rather than practical makeup effects, uh, with Andy Serkis, uh, famous for playing you know, Gollum, yeah. of course, and also King Kong in the mm. terrible King Kong remake, mm. um, but he had some monkey experience is what I'm saying. He used yeah. to get into to monkey business. <laughs> Andy Serkis uh, took over the role of Caesar using motion capture uh, in Rise, which is a loose remake of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, the fourth, oh, yeah. the fourth movie. Yeah. Um, and it was directed by Rupert
0: Wyatt, only his second ever feature film. Is Andy Serkis the only person on the planet that can do motion capture? It's like in Hollywood films, they go, we need, we've got this really cool character, he's motion capture. Obviously Andy Serkis is the only one that's employable in, in Hollywood. We so <laughs> you you just know. think, he's oh, probably... Pretty, pretty.
4: Probably the best guys, by yeah, but like, why? Why? Why why, why, why? why take a risk? Yeah, but I bet there's another guy who
0: out there like <gasps> Bruce Smith. Blood, bloody, bloody Circus! Sirius. Bruce Smith is bloody brilliant at motion capture, but no one's bothered to ask him because it's always Andy circus. As far as now, and isn't he? As far as Andy Serkis, I start him every single time. It's a very good impression.
3: We want the frescoes.
0: No. Not <laughs> oh, Daniel Craig. <laughs>
3: We're talking about
7: huge potential for millions of people. Our therapy
1: enables the brain to repair itself. We call it the cure. I want you to start testing on chimps ASAP. We test one subject. I want to make sure it's stable.
7: designed the 112 for repair, but Caesar's gone way beyond that. You mean increased intelligence? The skills that far exceed that of a human counterpart. This is wrong, Will. It works. And what about Caesar?
6: Where does he fit in?
5: That chip's company property. He hasn't spent any time with other chips.
6: <laughs>
5: They're not people, you know.
2: You're trying to control things that are not meant to be controlled.
4: They
7: are contaminated. Put those apes down. You have no idea what you're dealing with.
0: So I've James Franco in it what about Spider-Man 3 um, my, my
4: point is proven <laughs> so ironically given that it's a loose remake of, of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes uh, this film also has two endings um, oh. the film originally again had a more violent ending in which James Franco's lead character Will Rodman was shot dead uh, saving Caesar's life but a last minute reshoot uh, saw Will survive at least until uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was he not um, in the second 2014? one 2014 no Franco did not Why? feature um, so this is this uh, was set 10 years on uh, follows the last vestiges of humanity fighting to survive after 90% of the world's population has been wiped out by simian flu Jesus uh, while Caesar struggles to maintain control of the intelligent ape civilization. Family. Future.
7: Is created by scientists in a lab. You can't blame the apes.
5: Who the hell else am I gonna blame? We need to give them a chance. Welcome there, animals.
3: Please.
5: I've seen things, I've seen the way they are. They want what we want to survive.
7: Caesar. Home. This is your home. Your home. Are you aware
5: they are going to turn on you? They don't want a war. No, don't shoot! Caesar, you have to go. Go where? Ace, together, strong. War, it's not what you want. There must be another way. War has
6: already begun.
4: Some serious monkey business right there. Do you know what I
0: like? Mm. I like that they've used the same font as the original films.
4: I like that. Yeah. I it's, a, it's a nice little geeky yeah, uh, nod. Didn't I didn't have to do that. No, I agree. I love yeah. that. Um, so, directed by uh, Cloverfield's Matt Reeves, that film, uh, who's just announced, of course, as director of The Batman, after being not announced as the director of The Batman. Yeah, Ben
0: <laughs> Affleck, sort of Homer Simpson through the hedge of that, that film. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> as much as he possibly can. <laughs>
4: um, so, so, Matt Reeves will return um, uh, for coming out in July on um, July 14th. This year, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Which is that war... Originally, the working title, War of the Planet of the Apes, wisely changed to War for the Planet of the Apes.
0: (laughs) You're him. You're Caesar. We've been searching for you for so long. I do not
5: start this war. I fight only to protect apes. Human gets sick. Ape gets smart. Then, human kill it. But not me. I run.
7: There are times when it is necessary to abandon our humanity to save humanity.
5: They must pay. I will finish this. I offered you
7: peace, I showed you mercy. You talk about mercy? No matter what you say, eventually, you'd replace us. That's the law of nature. So look what you've done. What did the humans promise you?
5: No matter what you do, you'll never be
3: one of them. You are We are the beginning! A- Apes,
5: together!
2: strong yeah. we ought to make it
5: ape yeah. apes together
7: strong have you come to save your apes
4: Third film in the new trilogy, the ninth Planet of the Apes film in total, um, with a fourth film in the new franchise, a tenth ah. total, already in the planning stages, a tenth Planet of the Apes film.
0: But how well are these doing? Again, these new ones are doing well. Again, it's just these are good films, but I'm just I'm surprised. I'm just surprised that there's enough people out there clambering to see a Planet of the Apes. Tour. Turns out. It's, uh, I'm wrong, clearly, but right. I'm just I'm just surprised. This, me... this must be how other people feel about Fast and Furious. I'm really into it, but people who aren't into it must be looking at it going, what the hell is that about? Right, let me throw some facts at you. <laughs> In total, the Planet of
4: the movies have made uh, 1 billion, 1.7 billion basically at the global box office. So just
0: 200 million more than Furious 7 got on its own. Yeah, alright. <laughs> as as <laughs> It's still a lot of money, all right. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Lot of,
4: as well, as well, it, but yeah, it's uh, in fairness, it's not in the top twenty-five grossing franchises of all time. Um, but it's 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 done right for himself. But uh, as well yeah. as inspiring the TV series, yeah. um, also there have been many novels and comic books, which we won't go into here. But what <laughs> I what I basically wanted <laughs> to to convey in yeah. this episode was uh, well, for one, I wanted to baffle your mind yeah. with, with just I'm, how expansive yeah. this franchise is. Yeah. But what I hope I've conveyed to to the listeners and to you is that what seems like a silly and ludicrous idea
0: No it's a great idea. Is
4: more is more adult than you might yeah, think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Not just because of the weird violence that's in these kids' films. Yeah. But also because it does have complex themes. It's kind of like a bit of an allegory
0: for a racial conflict. Yeah, and yeah.
4: Uh, you know, it's it's I just think, you know, there's more to it. There's more to plant yeah. than you might think. I think no so the, I
0: hope... the plot and the story and all oh. that is all really interesting and mm. fascinating. I'm just mm. surprised that there's an
3: audience
0: that are this passionate about sit,
4: sit down, watch the original <laughs> with Charlton Heston, and get back to me. <laughs> right, that is that is enough. <sighs> of the Apes, I want to get off. But before we go, uh, if you have any ideas for future episodes, yep. please do email us at podcast2geeks2beers.com. At uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook, both uh, 2 Geeks Cast. Uh, and listen to all our previous episodes at 2 beerscom or on iTunes. Please rate us and all yes. that stuff. Yes, where you can and should uh, <laughs> rate, rate
0: us and yeah. review us. Yeah. Uh, we know that, that there are lots of geek podcasts out there, but mm. we want to separate ourselves from the pack. And to do also, that, we need you to rate us on also this is the best one, so why wouldn't you, oh, why wouldn't you rate and review exactly.
4: us? Exactly. Um, right, so to, to play us out, yeah. um, I have, of course... Um, <laughs> a little excerpt from The Simpsons yeah. what else could it be uh, Troy McClure's famous <laughs> musical Stop the Planet of the Apes I Want to Get Off <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time
7: cheers Cheers. I hate every ape I see from chimpan to chimpanzee no you'll never make a monkey out of me Oh, my God, I was wrong. It was Earth all along. You finally
3: made a monkey. Yes, you finally made a monkey.
7: Yes, you finally made